Hey, it's Saturday, November 5th, and this is episode 9 of... But that's Slayers of Boredom Podcast! Yeah! Oh, man, it's been a while. It's been a very long time. It's been months. But, you know, you had a baby and there were things to do. That's correct. Wasn't me. I did have it. <laughs> what do you mean it wasn't you? Well, I had plenty of time. Oh, you know, yeah. But I didn't even... What'd you do? I did. Hey, don't you guys remember Sean said he was going to do a few episodes? Yeah, did you? I did, no. In your mind. Yeah, I did. I have a little, like, Excel sheet of episode ideas. Oh, and cool. then I just never put it through fruition. But, um... I don't know. And I, I, you know, you think about things like that. Like, what stopped me from doing that? I don't know what it was because I had time and I played video games, you know? And yeah. I. Well, you were working a lot too. I was. I shifted uh, careers and that was a big to do. I had to get what's uh, called a Security Plus certification. Mm-hmm. That took, it was uh, nine to six Saturday and Sunday for four weekends. Mm. Nine to six on a digital classroom. Oh my God, it was awful. Yeah. But the the course, you know, I needed those classes and I did pass it, and it was all worthwhile. But nice, yeah. So there was things happening that cool. why I couldn't make the videos. But really, these are all excuses. I could have made them and I didn't, and I apologize. But I don't know. I was Do any fifteen of you care? Yeah, I'm sure they were just waiting with bated breath. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, well, how's the new kid life? Uh, it's rough. I have two kids now, but. I got a vasectomy, so there won't be any more of that, right. hopefully. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Um, I highly recommend it, considering yeah. that, you know, women might not have bodily autonomy. So men true. go out there and get snipped. You can always get it reversed. I'm snipped as well. Yeah, I'm not getting it reversed. No. Nope. Love my kids, <laughs> but uh, yeah, not having any more of those. No, I don't think No more of that. But um. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, not much has been going on. My band's been dropping music. You guys are, your band's going in the studio. Um, yeah, the yeah. Depth Beneath Us, and So It's Come to This, uh, respectively. Um, I don't know, talk about that, man. You're going in the studio soon. That's freaking dope. Yeah, we're super excited about it. Uh, we're trying out a, a place called Kaleidoscope in Lancaster. And um, we checked, I mean, we looked at their repertoire, and uh, they had a great, it just like they ran the gamut of different genres and really sure. hit them all. So, we're just super excited. Uh, we're doing a song called Outworn, and, um, you know, hopefully music videos and things will come out of that. More than likely they will. But, um, yeah, that's a, that's that's pretty much been the shitty part about going into the studio is the practices no longer become as fun as they once were because mm-hmm. it's all, like, BPMs. We got to get this done. We got to get this done. We got to get this done. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to be past it. Oh, do you guys, do you blast that beep, boop, boop? Boop, no, the, beep, the drummer beep. takes it all. Uh, oh, oh, wow, yeah, yeah. wow. I feel bad. That's why I love our setup, man. We just got it all in our... Like, Matt and Mike actually, like, just... They planned out, like, an entire, um, like, metronome sequence for, like, our whole set. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's nice, and we set. just use in-ears. Oh, my God, yeah, dude. Th- those guys put a lot of work into our shit. Damn, you have in-ears, too? That's a whole other ball game. I mean... Uh, we, we, like, had to map out the BPMs, like... A month ago, sure. we just played it loose before, mm-hmm. and when we t- like get down to the nitty gritty, parts get it's like, di- parts feel so much different after that, man. Trust oh, me, yeah, that's yeah. the pain of writing for me when I'm writing songs. Like I have a lot of parts that sound good together, but then you know once I throw it to a BPM, it's like oh, it's either got a lot harder, or I'll be like, when did this start to get slow and sluggish? Like right? you know what I mean? So it's like all right, if I can speed this part up to get it to sound the way that I want, how much more difficulty am I going to add to this other part, which is insane, you know what I mean? There's always, yeah. like, that happy medium where it's just, you know, I got to practice and get it down. But, yeah, that's always, I mean, but it's it's worth it, man. When you're when you're that in sync, too, it'll help you, uh, I mean, just your overall performance will improve, so. Oh, yeah. And I don't even know. It's kind of a toss-up in the band of what who feels what which way, but um, the idea of going to the studio and kind of letting them mm-hmm. um, have more input was, yeah, was sure. also uh, pitched around of being like, we know the song, we play the song, we just don't have it like yeah. tight, tight. Let's go in oh, there so and you see had, what they you had like a You had like a pre-production meeting and stuff with them? No, no, just as a band. That's all. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they were down for whatever. They oh. don't care. They would like a stretch track of however we would like it. But, yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, but sure, we're doing it like, you know, like I said. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, man, I know. Tight as can be. It's uh, fun though. I it wish is. we had all the time and money in the world to go like write an album in a studio. Oh man! Like you just go find a studio in the middle of nowhere, 
live Something there for dope a and couple weeks and get it done. Yeah, a couple weeks. My fucking god, I wish I could write music that fast. But then again, <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're like just stuck in a room with just your bandmates and your instruments, then oh, you're saying writing it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so it's come to this. We'll just throw in a, a lot jam of, to get yeah. a, the the practice started, and it's quick. We can all jump in. Um, there's not enough time to write it all down, but we, you know, we this is our second song we're recording sure. in, in four years. <laughs> well, dude, freaking COVID, man. Yeah. The same, yeah, same thing with us. Like we had a whole album written, and then I remember I had to dip out for a little bit because of the. Uh, I mean, since I was having Owen, my yeah. first, my first son. I mean, well, damn it! Now you know his name, you assholes. <laughs> I can believe that. I can <laughs> nah, totally believe if you that. Um, Here, we'll use this sound. <laughs> Or you want it? There, we'll use that one. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, that's the human metronome there. Isn't that fun? Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop. Okay, anyways. um, I'll use it. But yeah, so we had like a whole album written and I had to kind of like dip out for a little bit because I was like, look, I'm going to have a baby. Like, think my life is like completely changing and like, you know, and then COVID hit and we couldn't practice anymore anyways. And it was just like, what the hell? And then we started bringing it back together once, and we were just like, you know, we got to do this fucking album. So we did, and just been releasing. It's done, and it sounds freaking awesome. It we're just fantastic. dropping songs, like, here and there. Well, I'm sorry, Matt is dropping songs for <laughs> yeah. us here and there. He's doing all the work. Matt, Kudos you're the man. to Matt. Yeah. That guy is putting the time in. He is, dude. And he, you know, we're getting some, like, honestly, it's cool how um, people, you know, people outside of America are really, outside of the United States are really into us, which I think is cool. Oh man, um, it's fantastic! Yeah, he's Norway. Doing, yeah, the fans in Norway that want the vinyl but don't know how to order it. Yeah, I know. That's incredible. Matt will figure <laughs> out the logistics. I'm sure he's a smart guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, man. I mean, that's that's cool. We both got awesome music things going on. Yeah, keep your ears peeled. Do you watch any? We're only six minutes in. You you watch anything cool recently? Did you ever watch Terrifier? No, I, but did you, you look know, up the preview and all that stuff and read into it? No, we did watch Terrifier now because okay, we the had first never one. seen Terrifier because of the way you were talking about Terrifier too. I'm not just going to jump in and watch the kill scenes, man. I got to see the yeah. whole. He's just trying to get me to like look up YouTube kills. He's like the kitchen one. Dude, look no, up this girl. It's hard to find though. Well, Terrifier two, the ones are hard to find. I the one the one girl that gets killed in the bedroom is most brutal for. It's so ridiculous, dude. And I'm not. I'm not laughing at crazy, grotesque, horror, murder. I mean, like, I am because it's so absurd. But, yeah. like, it's still, like, incredibly, like, unsettling at the same time. And you kind of have to laugh just to be like, okay, this is fucking insane. I can't believe what I just watched. But, like, it's got, like and he just, the clown hops around everywhere he goes after he, like, murders <laughs> me. It's so fucking funny. Like, you just can't, like, you can't be scared by it. Like, I get being grossed out and being like, this is way over the top. And then when he yeah. just hops away, it's... Well, it's it's got, fucking it's hilarious. Like, it's like the campiness of a B horror movie. Oh, it, and then but they they're doing it right. So the yeah. the lighting and the camera work, the acting is even fairly decent. So you you feel like you're watching a, a fairly normal film, and then these kill scenes happen that are just yeah. Don, oh my god! In the first one, like when she just gets sawed in half. Oh my god! It's so yeah, crazy she, shit. Well, wait, you could talk about the first one, right? Yeah. Like, sawed in half, hung from her feet. So, yeah, like, I mean, this way. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so, it's camera. unbelievably <laughs> messed up. It's so messed up. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, we're going to see Terrifier 2 in the long run. <laughs> but we're, we are so far behind in television shows. It's ridiculous. There's All right, what are you much. caught up on? Uh, we just finished The Patient. That was fantastic. Yeah, The Patient was good. You like that? Oh, man. We liked it, too. I Like, the very ending was super freaking lame, because it's, like, the last, like, minute. Yeah. With the son and therapy or whatever, but there were some, there was like, there was a twist I wasn't expecting, no, it wasn't really a twist, there was something I just wasn't expecting that happened where I was just like, whoa, okay, that's kind of tragic, but then afterwards, like, the the way that it resolved itself, like, what what a certain character realized had to be done at the end, just kind of, like, brought it full circle, and I was like, alright, well, it's a shame what happened, but, like, the dude, like, gets what needs to, what has to happen now, you know what I mean? In a way, yeah. Yeah, without, like, so I thought that was cool. Who It was, um, I can't, you know, I want to say Michael Scott, because I know him so well from The Office. Oh, yeah, it was, um, Steve Carell and, Steve Do- and Domhnall Gleeson. Yeah. Who was Gleeson. Brennan, Brennan Gleeson's son. Oh, really? Yeah, it was uh, Brennan, Brennan Gleeson from, I don't know, all kinds of freaking movies. His newest one is The Banshees of Sharon or whatever, that, that Irish movie. was. Um, but either way, you know who Brennan, you know who I'm talking about, right? I Matt, Matt I. Moody and Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> no, for, oh, dude, he's in so many movies. <laughs> I'm sure I would recognize if you brought him up. But okay, uh, all right. Brennan Gleason is the guy who Daniel Day Lewis in uh, Gangs in New York 
who he like uh, betray like he doesn't betray him, but he's like um, he's the guy that becomes the mayor, and he throws like that hatchet oh, okay, into his yeah, back yeah. and then All beats right. him with the club. I know I'm real. That's well. Brendan Gleeson okay, okay. from Gangs of New York. Yes, another yeah. insanely just, violent movie that I'm violent that I'm exactly. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Sean knows all the violent films, so now he's getting all right. Brendan Gleeson, yes, he was murdered <laughs> brutally in this movie. Okay, I know that. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's so true. But it is. It's uh, again Michael Scott, Steve Carell. Sure, and um, I didn't really know the other actor. I knew him from other things, but uh, Domino. Oh, he's in some Star Wars stuff, so that's probably yeah. why. <laughs> so, but like, he's good. I felt, I loved him actually, and yeah, I've known him good. as a good actor. When I saw his face, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not. You know, this is going to be great. But Steve Carell playing a super serious role. When I literally want to say Michael Scott constantly mm-hmm. when I think of him because I know him. Like I watch The Office a bunch. So to see him do these serious roles and slay him. Yeah, he killed it. It was, it was so good. good. Uh, just uh, and they're great. They're like twenty-one to thirty-five mm-hmm. minute. Episodes. They are great. We we enjoyed that. Cause that's all we. That's all my wife and I can really watch right now. I mean, we've been watching Andor from Star Wars, and we did sluggishly make it through Rings of Power, which just better be fucking good next season. Bezos, you stupid asshole. Was it bad? It it the the feeling rings the, of power the feeling of middle on, earth rings of power is the like is a sequel prequel it's a continuation it's like the second era of middle earth there's apparently there's different areas in to, in Tolkien's middle earth world like lord there's the, the rings, one so. yeah the lord of the Rings. like the third one is like the lord of the ring like the hobbit and the lord of the rings mm-hmm. and then this is like the era before that with like Galadriel and like how the rings were formed and how Sauron took over. And all okay. that stuff. So, like the the uh, the story, the feeling is there. You know what I mean. But it's just it slugs on for so long, and it just takes so much time. Like, I mean, I I get like the building of the relationships and stuff, but it's I don't know. I um, bet you the it's, second season. The be second. Sick. Well, I mean, they spent a billion fucking dollars on this first one, a billion, Ooh. because you know Bezos, you know, flying dicks yeah. into space. Yeah, he doesn't. That doesn't matter to him. That's what we're going to talk about then. When we get to the actual <laughs> meat. meat and bones of this, um, we should throw Musk and Twitter in there. Oh, yeah, for okay. sure. Um, but, but real quick, I don't know. It's it's, And I want to talk about some other, just, this is this well, is fun. I, w- I did want to say, yeah, uh, that you know, I almost didn't watch Breaking Bad because I felt the first season was boring. Mm. And I was like, man, I feel like they could do so much more with this. But there, it was necessary. Mm-hmm. It was very necessary because it sure. gave me these connections to the characters that when shit got wild and was wild every episode, <laughs> it made it was fun to watch because mm-hmm. it was, you know, so I feel like they're probably doing something similar, setting the groundwork yeah, for I mean, a it, long series. It's like if you're into Marvel, it's the um, the um, the origin films, you know what I mean, are usually like the like, oh, my God, let's get through this. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it just gets like more badass after that. So, yeah, I can see that. And I'll definitely, like, I mean, my wife and I invested a lot of freaking, those, each episode was like an hour and 15 minutes long. So, my wife and I invested a lot of fucking time in it while trying to, you know, deal with, like, we watched it very, you know, sporadically while dealing with the kids. Um, Like, we still got to do the Game of Thrones one, whatever the hell, House House of Dragon. We're only like three episodes into that and had to give up on it for a while because we just don't have time. Same. But um, I did watch, I did watch a couple um, there were some times where I did have time where the kids were like away at the in-laws or whatever. I watched Bullet Train. That movie was super fun. I didn't see that one. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front is probably the best anti-war film I've ever seen. That just came out on Netflix. Okay. That film was incredible. If you've read the book, um, it's probably one of the, the most famous war novels about World War One, um, written from a German perspective. That was really good. Cabinet of Curiosities, I only watched two episodes. I've been kind of bummed about it. I mean, most it's not really... Are. I mean, the, the from what I've read, everybody likes the viewing the most, and that's, um, to me, had the best music in it. But other than that, it was just kind of 45 minutes of, like, the same thing, and then, like, you know, maybe 10 minutes of, like, a little bit of craziness, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I was I, just like, okay. I find it odd that Guillermo del Toro, because this is, like, an anthology, Right, so short films, and it's yeah, they're just they're an hour long, um, and it's ba- it's it's based it's off like you know some old stories and stuff like that too, like a cabinet of curious stories from like all over the world and stuff like that. Um, but I only watched two of them. I'm gonna give a few more of them a chance when I get around to it. But I watched uh, Dreams in the Witch House, which was fun. I mean, it was it was cool. It was still October when I watched it. I'm really into Halloween, like most people are, whatever. Um, 
So that was fun to watch. I thought Rupert Grant did a good job. He's the one that plays Ron Weasley in the Harry Potter films. Oh, okay. Um, you know, the, the atmosphere was cool. The set pieces were cool. Um, the story was all right, you know, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. But it, it just wasn't, I don't know. After I watched the next one after that, I just, I don't know. There's some something's well, missing. You. you moved yeah. on, you know. That's, For now. That's what I noticed. You can always go back. Yeah. But, um. I think that's think that's it, pretty much. We're watching Andor, which is Star Wars. I won't bore you with mm. that. We just started uh, Inside Man. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh man, it it we're only one episode in, uh, but it was highly recommended. You only one episode inside. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to finish that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty bad. But um, it's it's awesome because it's like puzzle after puzzle for your mind. That's cool. So it you know. To the the guy, it's pretty much the premise so far that I've realized is Stanley Tucci is on death row. Oh yeah, and people bring him cases. Like the guy comes in, he's like, every time I bang my wife, uh, two hundred and fifty three dollars and fifty five cents is put in my account. Like two to three days later, and he's like, but he want I don't know. And so like that doesn't That's get an interesting ex- premise. And so that doesn't get explained. Like he kicks the guy out because he has rape allegations and he's a moral dude, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm not gonna do that. But his uh, cellmate is asking him like, what is this? Like, what was it? He's like, you know the answer. You know what the where the money's coming from. He's like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you don't get that answer until the end of the episode. I'm hoping it's similar episodically yeah. because there's also an over overarching puzzle that you're trying to figure out too. So it's like there's always these puzzles to be thinking about. It's very fun. It's kind of like a whodunit on steroids, you know. All right, dude, I'm all about that. Holy yeah. shit! I'm gonna say, is is there a lot of like, is there a lot of like violence and fucked up imagery there was none in that? Like, okay, yeah, I mean, yet yeah, I want to say, yeah, because it was. Cause it's just my wife probably won't be into it, but yeah, it's just puzzles and a lot of dialogue, but it's fun and there's cool. a little bit of hokiness to it that I'm okay with right now. If they amp that up, I may bail, but. Well, we'll see. you know, that's a good transition. You want to talk about the uh, the midterms coming up because there's a lot of hokiness and that bullshit too. We got what four days? I gotta get. We gotta uh, get this up. Yeah, because midterm elections are Tuesday. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I already voted, but um, oh, nice, good for you. I'm yeah. going in person. Dude, I want to see what it's people like. People tell me not to freaking vote by mail and think it's a fraud. I'm going to vote by mail, you stupid assholes. And I did. My vote was received. So uh, oh my god, I voted for Biden by mail. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I did too. It was. Uh, it just made my, well during a pandemic. It made perfect sense. But, um, I'm just doing it now because it, 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 it was super easy. I just missed the opportunity. There was just I had a bunch of things on a checklist and I was like, ah, screw that. I'm yeah, I mean, it's person. too late now. My wife's going to have to go vote in person. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to always vote by mail moving forward. I just, you know, Man, whatever. Do whatever is good for you. You yeah. vote how you'd like to. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is America, right? That's right. <laughs> Shit. But well, everyone should vote as much as I don't know how if it matters because we're all so dumb. The Gen Z. <laughs> We are so dumb. You know, the Republicans are like slated to just clean sweep this shit. I know. And it they blows don't my even fucking mind, dude. Autonomy. It's unreal. It does blow my mind. I just, I'm, I, I don't. First of all, the amount of lies that they run, you know, about how like in, in Pennsylvania specifically about like the bail programs, like we can get into that. Like mm-hmm. that's bullshit. Um, you, like you don't even know how many people are still sitting in jail today that aren't, haven't even been convicted yet. Because they can't afford to be bailed out, and they're or they're just not going in front of a judge because there's too many caseloads. People that are sitting in jail without even a conviction, yeah, it's it's years. insane. For years, okay. So and the bail the the whole the whole bail idea is just to make a shitload of fucking money. You know what I mean? Like that. It's 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 taking money whether you're innocent or you're guilty. People are making money off whether or not you're released. Like this isn't like not everybody just gets released on their recognizance for like uh, disorderly conduct or some shit. But the stuff that they'll tell you and they'll, you know. A lot, there's a lot going around about how, like, you know, um, Democrats are letting illegal aliens vote. It's like, that is just not true. Like, there is no law on the books that allows illegal aliens to vote. You know, it just doesn't... People just want to believe what makes them angry, so they vote for people that... For someone that doesn't even have their interests in mind. And if you want to... I mean, the most blatant interest I can think of here is bodily autonomy for women. Like, literally, you, you cannot tell me as a conservative that you want somebody like Doug Mastriano to be... Your freaking governor, this man who, without question, no matter any circumstance, whatever that woman went through, um, who ends up being pregnant, is going to have that child. That's what he wants, no matter what, even if it kills her. I mean, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, charging that her guy's with an murder. Asshole. If she fo- fo- follows Yes, that's with, right. I did just see something about that. But, the, and it's, it's everywhere. It's rampant. And what sucks is no one even talks about real fucking shit. You know, like the Ukraine war. 
Like the, 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 the real subjects that we should be talking about in this election, it's not that. It's just bashing each other. Mm-hmm. You know, no one, it's who, you know, your history, what'd you write here, what'd you do there, these person, accusation, that and this. But nobody cares about like, what are you running on? What do you want to change? What are your, 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 like your platform ideas and how do you want to accomplish that? Yeah, and it's voting the party line. That's it. And, and the only reason why people stick with that party line vote, I mean, at least the people that don't have brains or, you know, have a, just a very narrow, narrow view, uh, narrow viewed mindset are, are, I mean, they don't care what the issues are. It's just you, you scare them, you prey off their fears, you know, uh, immigration or like somehow like abortions are going to make, critical you know, race got, theory was, yeah, critical race there. theory. Oh my God. <laughs> um, any type of thing like that will scare them and just, and and again, like, and there's still the QAnon, man. QAnon's still floating around, like the cabal of freaking Democratic child molesters and stuff. Like, this shit just isn't true. There, It is demonstrably false. You have nothing to prove that. Just like you have nothing to prove about a stolen election, and people still believe this stuff. Yeah. And you want to sit there and tell me that, like, it, like there, there's so many ways you can defeat it. It's just, like, you want to you want to tell these people, like, well, that's not very Christian of you, right? You know, like, you want to sit there and tell me that, like, Biden isn't a Christian? Like, the man's a devout Catholic. And again, I'm 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 an atheist. I don't care. But what I'm saying is like, people try and use God. And they try and weaponize religion to defend their candidates and stuff like that. And you know, you want to tell me like Trump's out there signing Bibles, and he like is the epitome <laughs> of all the seven deadly sins. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. And Biden literally is a Catholic man, a devout Catholic who goes to church like multiple times a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even as the president, like I mean that I don't. It doesn't get more religious than that. And even Nancy Pelosi, who they hate so much, and Paul Pelosi, a man who was, again, I don't, I don't like Nancy Pelosi either, but he's an 82-year-old man that got attacked with a hammer. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. fucked up. I don't even want that to happen to Trump. I wouldn't care if Trump died in his sleep. Like, that's cool, whatever. You know, just like, you know, how I kind of felt about the queen. We can talk about that, too. <laughs> but I don't want the man to be beat to death. Like, that's fucking insane. I don't want that. That's brutal, yeah. and that, so, that's crazy. And you would think that the this hammer attack would have brought a lot more conversation of, like, hey, we need to dial back rhetoric. Well, yeah. In January 6th, you would think, hey, we need to dial back rhetoric. Something along those lines. It has repercussions. And, no, they don't even... They, there's, like, more conspiracies about that now. I know. And, like, that it's all been worked on together. Like, they already, the news sources knew the killer's name before that was released. It's a red flag incident or whatever. Or a false flag, false I'm sorry. False flag, yeah. And, I mean, it's it's a real incident. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Thank a real you. incident, and it should be discussed in a real, you know, like, connotations. Being able to say, hey, this is because this guy was warped by your weird rhetoric and is now went into and he's in his words he wanted to kidnap nancy pelosi and break her kneecaps Mm -hmm. so she had to be wheeled in to her office as an example yeah for not telling the truth and who knows what truth this guy talking about probably the election probably the cabal of of democratic child molesters like whatever oh no no yeah just going out there and (laughs) that's it i mean this isn't like forced interrogation where you force people to just like admit you know i mean that's what it's what it could get to at this point like i mean i never never even thought of that i mean imagine like what this guy like, could have forced them to admit to just by torturing them. You know what I mean? Like, when you go through hours of interrogation for the police and end up um, having a false confession just because... I mean, that's what it comes down to. Like, that's that's fucking insane. Yeah. It's... I mean, it's... it's mm-hmm. Like committing violence against one another is, is is just ridiculous. Like that's no way. I mean, you got You also have to remember that's like the rest of the world is watching us and they're laughing at all of this stuff. Oh, and man. and and we used to be a power. You know what I mean? We'd only have... I'm not proud of that. We used to be an imperialistic... Par- I mean, we still are, like... But just in the minds is all. I'm not proud of it. I don't sure. I don't even... You know, it is what it is there. But I'm just saying, if you went around the world, Americans were kind of revered as, like, ahead of the game. You know? Sure. You could go to countries and it's like, oh, you're American? Cool. And you would talk to it. Now, I, if I go to another country, I feel like I need to preface with, like, I did not vote for Trump. I don't believe in any of this <laughs> shit. Yes, I am American, but we need to talk I for don't have 50 don't million guns. <laughs> yeah. Um... I sure. I mean, I I've always liked the idea of America. I like the idea of freedom, but people don't people take freedom beyond, I guess, my definition of it. But either way, I mean, the, the only way that there's so many different things that need to be done in my at least five different things that I can think of that would really help this country. But I don't know. Anyways, back, back to the voting thing. Um, when it really comes to Shapiro and Mastriano, I am pretty confident Shapiro is going to win. I mean, Mastriano's kind of, he, that guy's fucking insane. And yeah. a lot of people are realizing that. 
Um, yeah, even the but I am worried I about Oz and Fetterman, and I don't. I mean, it's Oz just took it. Oz got it. It's done. I know. I really think so too. And I unfortunately, I think it's because of the stroke. But I mean, mm-hmm. like, I don't. I'll take a man who has a stutter now because of a stroke over a fucking snake oil salesman any fucking day. You know what I mean? Like, my and, argument, and is- he considers he considers it murder as well. He said, I don't really see how it could be construed any other way. It wasn't verbatim, but yeah. that's what he said. Like, abortion is murder. And, like, I mean, this I guy has him. peddled false medications yeah. for years. That's how he made his millions. Snake oil. And he owns multiple properties all around the nation, internationally, more than likely. And it happens to be one in PA, so he can yeah. run for office here. And so he can, there was an open Senate seat. So he now runs for office. He doesn't give a shit about Pennsylvania or our ideals. All he wants is the power. It's a mm-hmm. power move. And he knows that TV personalities are winning right now. Mm-hmm. So why not ride that wave? And it's, it's, I mean, it's, if you have money and you're in politics, yeah, can't be stopped in this country. And that's, that's one of the things that needs to be addressed. addressed. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, ultimately, and I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole. None of this shit matters if we don't do something now about our oil dependent economies around the world and climate change. Like, literally, fucking seriously everything matters something has to be done and don't don't yell at me because i'm going to drive back to my house in my gas-powered car after this i mean think about it people had to ride a horse before they figured out how to you know create a motor you know what i mean like that's where we are right now but we have to not be energy dependent on oil like now it's a lot worse um anyways up out of that rabbit hole but nothing (laughs) matters if we don't do something about climate change seriously in the future nothing none of this shit's gonna fucking matter be the platform everybody's talking about but we both know that that isn't even a discussion but when it comes to politics i mean citizens united has to go out the door there can't be any dark money any corporate money going into any type of legislative action or bill or anything because that is not going to be what benefits the average citizens the way that our capitalistic system is established and has been established deeply as of right now. Yeah. Um, you got to get rid of Citizens United. You need ranked choice voting. No more Republicans and Democrats. I want to choose the five best candidates ranked from one through five or even one through three. And everybody can do that you, from any party, from wherever. Yeah. Your top three candidates, you know what I mean? The whole country votes like that. Whoever has it, popular vote-wise, that's who you go with. That's how you're going to find the best candidate, yeah. I believe. And for those that don't know, because I think we did cover it before, ranked-based voting, if it were a one through three you would, uh, on your ballot, you would put the three candidates in the order you would vote for them. So the one yes. you like the least would be the third in comparison to, the, you know, your counterpart sure. voting would have the one they like the least being the third. But all the middle ground people would be putting, you know, your candidate in the middle in some. And, you know, so it, it evens out a lot better than just the outright you exactly. know, Democrat, Republican. There's no third party will ever win. It's just not possible, and it's not like there's there's no good candidates. There's been plenty of great candidates, I'm sure. Well, I but mean, it's just not possible logistically. And this this is what it really this really came hard into fruition actually because of um, what the Democrats did in the 2016 election because Bernie Sanders was going to win that nomination and oh, yeah. Hillary Clinton was put in by the DNC and that's bullshit. Yep. Okay. Maggie Washerman Schultz or whatever. Yeah. We, if Bernie would have got that nominee, I, I really think he would have beat Trump because there were a lot of people that would have voted for Bernie that voted for Trump instead just because they didn't like Hillary, yep. which I don't I know. fucking understand. I know. But I mean, you have a democratic socialist versus a man who said he's going to run the government like he runs his business, which hasn't been that great, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the man, like, that's what's going to sink him is the SDNY and their investigation into, into him being a freaking fraud and his businesses committing, committing various crimes. So. Do you think? I think that's what's going to sink him more than the insurrection. Yeah. I think it's the classified documents. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, do you want to say, who who haven't we spoken about yet, though? I mean, we didn't really touch on Fetterman and why we like him, but we could always go back to that. No, or no, why we, we're we, going to, yeah, we I can, mean, I voted for him already, but. Uh, honestly, I'd rather not talk about Trump for a minute. We can always sure. go back to it, but we talk, I mean, it's enough. He's going to be guilty of something. I honestly don't have that much faith that, that he'll be, because I don't want to be let down again. I never I thought he'd become president. And when he did, the devastation was like, how is this country so fucking idiot? How, you know, how are we so dumb? So <laughs> I, um. I have no faith. Like, yeah, he, he'll probably get fined or something, you know, but to, to see him actually get the comeuppance he deserves is just Good you know, not going to happen. So I have a conversation with one of my relatives about this almost daily about how, I mean, he assures me and he's a very smart man. Well, he's my stepfather. He's a very smart man. Um, very nice, very good person. And uh, he... You know, he just he has a good sense of the view of the world. Like, if he were a politician, I think he would do a great job at it. We'll just leave it at that. But he assures me, he's like, look, man, I'm telling you, I've never seen, 
He's like, this is way beyond Nixon. He's like, with the insurrection, the classified documents, excuse me, I'm sorry. This always happens when I drink during these podcasts, but it makes me more lively. Um, he just, he is, he really believes that something is going to happen legally to Trump. As in, he, I mean, he thinks somebody very close, people very close to him or everything around him is going to crumble because enough people are going to go to jail over a lot of this stuff. That and seems I possible. keep telling him, him he thinks he will be one of them. And I just keep saying, man, I just don't see it happening. Like, you're right. I, I don't have the, I mean, again, I was, I mean, call me a pussy, but whatever, man. I thought, sorry, I shouldn't use that term because pussies are actually very strong when you think about it from a, I mean, my wife gave birth to two kids. Yeah. Dude, holy shit, man. I could never do it. Um, so, you know, call me a wuss or whatever the fuck, but like I cried when that man, when Donald Trump won in 2016, I was so fucking devastated because the man, even before all that, you should have known the guy was just a fucking jack. Like, this is the man you want to represent our country. (laughs) Yes, it was because it upset liberals and bloody fucking blah. That's the reason why we're in this situation more than anything is because the right wants to upset people on the left. They think it's funny and I don't understand why pissing somebody off like your fellow American because you think it's funny is any way to move our country forward. Like, again, the world is looking at us and watching us and being like, why do these people just like, I I don't understand. Like, it's so dumb. (laughs) And we are very, there's a lot of pockets that are just uneducated freaking people that just want to float around to their confirmation bias wherever they can find it. And again, they have a very myopic view of things and it's dumb as shit. Yeah. And I don't get it. There's a lot of them out there. A lot more than I thought. I thought it was fringy. You know, I did not realize that it is maybe, maybe like, you know, the majority. Dude, people like Charlie Kirk. Oh my God. He's such a douche. Yeah. Some patriot needs to go bail out the Pelosi attacker and ask him some questions. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I haven't had to hear his voice in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, it's, I mean, just for, for reference, cause I was talking, I was telling Danny earlier, um, having a unique, uh, you know, view on classification of documents, there is to have an empty folder is like to, to get secret to top secret classifications is not an easy process. Like these things take so much background checks and when things are classified, even to like move some of the parts of that document to a declassified area takes three heads. You know, let alone uh, just folders and folders of classified documents of nuclear secrets being empty on the floor. They're like, they're just empty folders, whatever. They have numbers associated with each folder that are supposed to have documents in them. If the documents aren't in them, things have gone wrong. And when he's interviewed about it, he says, uh, he, if, if I'm the president and I can just think it, it becomes top secret. And like, he meant or, it. Or declassified. Declassified. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, if I think it, it becomes declassified. Like, even if he believed that, that's wrong. And it's so wrong by anyone that has a clearance. You know, any any thinking mind that has a clearance has to look back and go like, oh, yeah, that's not even possible. It doesn't matter if you're the president or not. It, there are so many loopholes you have to go through to make the smallest changes to these documents, let alone take them home and flush them. Get the fuck out of here. So I think that's going to be the biggest. Because even one document mishandled can result in firing, can result in... Um, you know, this, uh, jail time, depending on the type of document. He has yeah. multiple documents. And like I was telling you earlier, too, uh, just having a secret clear, you have to have a secret clearance to even take out the trash, like to be a janitor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if there's going to be something classified in that trash, potentially, you have to have a secret. Like, that's how crazy this is. And yet people are like, yeah, they were empty folders. What's it even matter? They're just trying to stick something to them. It's like, oh, my God. No, no, no. <laughs> But that's why I, it's not like this is a small amount of people I talk to that say that. It's the majority of people I talk to. You know, yeah. like there are so really? many secret MAGA people, secret conservatives that like hide it more than you would imagine. And it, it's mind boggling because I'll break it down with them. Yeah, they're the ones that they're the ones that uh, stand for nothing. They appear to stand for nothing. But I mean, you know, everybody's everybody's got their most have strong opinions. Most, and yeah, then, but they won't. You wouldn't even I know just, it. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't understand how one woman out there would support a political agenda based on restricting their rights as a woman to their own body. I cannot fucking wrap my head around that. And I mean, I'm not trying to tell any woman how to think, but it just, I mean, seriously, like you would never see anything. You would never see any legislation come out saying. 
like, hey, guess what, guys? <laughs> you know, like we're gonna like we're gonna take your balls and we're gonna snip them. Like that's what's yeah, gonna happen. Everyone like you is, can't. Well, you're gonna be sterilized <laughs> yeah, or something like that. As soon as you're like, fertile, you get snipped yeah. until you're 21, and then you can have it re redone. Exactly. Do you think any type of legislation would come out like that? <laughs> no. And that Fuck would make no. sense. And even if it that did, would I wouldn't sense. vote for somebody like that because I'm a human being and nobody's going to tell me what's going to be done to my body. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's why you shouldn't be able to restrict anybody to do something to their body, too, as far as like, you know, a, um, any type of sex changes if they want. Like, who fucking cares? I don't understand why anybody gives a shit about any of that either. Like, yeah. why do you care what anybody else does with their life in a country that is supposed to be free? You know what I mean? Like, especially when they love to talk about grooming and shit like that. It's like, motherfuckers, the religious right is, like, the biggest example of grooming in this whole country. Yeah. Okay? Everybody, it's it's right in front of you. You start kids from very early age to start worshiping something that we don't even know exists, that I certainly don't believe exists. No, it doesn't. And, I don't know, it's, it's just crazy. Like, and, and to use that, to weaponize that against women who want to have abortions is just absolutely insane. Like, your book is not going to dictate, like, um... What's her name from the Young Turks? Um, Anna Kasparian. Yeah. Like whatever. Like the, your book's not going to dictate what a woman's going to do with her own body. And I just I can't understand how any woman would subject themselves to that type of patriarchy and vote for somebody who would support that narrative. Like I mean, if you're that religious, like I, again, I I just don't even understand. Like it's your body. What if some, again? What if like? My God, what if you, some, your daughter gets raped and you, you want her to have that child? Get the fuck out of here. It's, it's that birth no is not a miracle, okay? It's not all reason. births are miracles. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> you know what very I mean? true. A birth's not a miracle. Anyway, it's just science. Like, great. You know what I mean? Human anatomy, biology, the it's way a, of life. It's you know what I mean? It's but it's the, it's the same, you know, that has to happen to them. It's, it's like some people have natural empathy that can see strife and say, like, ugh, that hurts me. I would never want that on my Sure, yeah. Other people do not until they are directly affected. And, I mean, that can bring it to global warming in that sense. You know, like the people that don't believe it, Americans and corporations here, but if you were, you know, in a third world country and you still have to wait four months for the water to recede, Pakistan, then, yeah. you know, you're, you're like, somebody needs to do something, but America doesn't have that. So these women that vote are probably two boomers, you know, they don't have any plans to have kids and can't think about, oh, well, my kids will never be in any kind of bad situation where they yeah, get pregnant. Sure. If they They're get pregnant, it's going to be another grandchild, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and the <laughs> baby boomers yeah, are a huge portion of this nation. They're the biggest voting uh, block, some, I think, a, still, aren't they? I mean, Gen Z's not voting. They're not dead yet. And that's what... <laughs> you know? I mean, we love our parents, exactly. our boomer parents, but trust me, like, mm. like my, my, my parents get it, though. They don't vote in in that in the ridiculous regard, at least not to my knowledge. I sure don't think they do, based off our discussions, but... Uh, <laughs> Honestly, it, what, what really comes down to it is Gen Z right now. It's the really, it's the eighteen year olds right now. Like you, you got to get out there and vote. You know what I mean? And the just, they don't. So I know, big. like the ones that are twenty right now that didn't vote in twenty twenty, they just didn't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like Biden mm -hmm. still won, but there wasn't a huge voting block of them, and they're the ones that really need to get out and sway things. I mean, the younger, more progressive generations are always going to, again, they're going to be more progressive, and that's what we need right now. Like I just. Just think about the word progress. Why does anybody have a problem with that? I yeah. don't get it. These progressive Democrats, it's like progress is good, right? Don't we want a better world for us to live in? Don't we want to sustain the world that we have? Like, But again, I mean, when, when it comes to climate change, people are words. thinking in terms of economy and industry and their money and just like, oh, but my money will stop right here and there, blah, blah, blah. And like, no. in the end, as I get farther and farther towards being a communist, I just keep asking like, what the fuck? his money to be honest like yeah. what the fuck you know what i mean it's, a, <laughs> like, it's all about power man That's yeah it. exactly like what what oh my god shit getting riled up man yeah. we're right back into it and i'm <laughs> riled up again but anyways i i like i know of the documents at mar-a-lago but just w fill me in more on like there were sensitive nuclear documents yeah. that were taken. Yes. And what other types There's, of things? Like, well, the, just to, to see the picture of all the folders, multiple mm -hmm. were labeled top secret. That is the yeah, highest. all over the floor and stuff. Yeah, there's like uncles, they're classified, <clears throat> secret, and top secret. Oh, that's it. You know, so to see top secret is the 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 utmost of secrets. You yeah. know, and for it to be empty is just unfathomable. And for him to not understand the process to do these things. When he and then you hear the argument of like, well, Obama had 168 
you know, whatever that he took with him. They were taken by people that were class or, you know, uh, secret or whatever. Mm -hmm. They were able to take it to a facility that was run by all people with secret clearances. From the National Archives. And held there. Yeah. For him, yes. They are his, essentially, Mm -hmm. that he wanted to take with him of, like, his conversations, Mm -hmm. his things like that. Uh, Do you think Trump wants all of his top secret conversations uh, broadcast to the world? No. No, I think he would flush them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so his because he i'm sure he didn't represent us with the most uh you know i mean the top was. secret stuff i mean you gotta think about it and again this this is a viewpoint that i don't even know if some people on the right are able to conjure and and <laughs> form in their mind think about like the american lives doing our top secret business around the world against our enemies think about their lives could be at risk because of these top secret documents do 100%. you care about that you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like the whole, do you care about blue lives matter while you're storming the fucking Capitol and trying to kill police, you fucking assholes? It's goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. You There's know, so many ways that we're trying to get through to you about 50, like... More than 50% of the people I talked to uh, did not watch the January 6th hearings. And when I say... They were me, so fun. They were amazing. And, and not, I shouldn't. That's no, the wrong word. But, but it was so much information that like I thought I knew about a subject. Oh. And then to be that's what you mean by fun, I feel, is yeah. that like you, you think you know everything about a documentary going into it. And then when you finish the documentary, it was fantastic because you learned so much more. This was the same way. None of it was great information, but it was fun to learn and understand so much more of what was going on behind the scenes. How much did he know? Why did he say we love you, go home? Mm-hmm. All this stuff, you know? And but what I was saying is like fifty like they didn't watch these hearings and if you bring it up they just say it was a like a, a, a it was just a you know it got out of hand it was a protest mm-hmm. that got out of hand mm-hmm. it was where two of your fellow protesters lost their lives one man <laughs> from a heart attack and Ashley Babbitt who got shot in the neck by a, a secret, secret service yeah. officer because they were right outside the Senate chambers while senators were trying to flee for their lives but, as you were chanting hang Mike Pence and where the fuck's Pelosi Nancy you guys remember <laughs> that doing that shit you fucking weirdos. I mean, oh it was God. unreal. And, it's that, but so it's, and Doug Mastriano was there. Not only there, he was the one paying for buses oh, from Harrisburg. There you go. Oh, was that I wonder if one of the men that was helping him do that is one of the one that had a heart attack because he was part of like some bus moving up what? there. Yeah, okay. and had a heart attack and died. Yeah. I'm not, okay, I'm, I'm speculating at this point. But either way, again, yeah. he was a man who went there and had a heart attack because things were going fucking crazy. Like, And the world is watching us. Our enemies are watching us. Mm-hmm. And our enemies are Russia. The Russia is our enemy, whether you believe that or not. When you're like, yeah, you know, fuck Ukraine and everything. And I'm, I'm more just concerned about the economic. Like, obviously, I don't want innocent people to die. But, like, the wheat and the grain, like, now that's all being held up by Russia now, which they agreed to, I think, a few months ago to continue that supply chain, which supplies a lot of wheat um, for that area of the world. You know what I mean? People need Africa. fucking food to yeah. survive. You know, you got to eat and stuff. And there's no reason any of that should stop. Because of a war, and now Russia's trying to fuck with that. Like, I don't think people realize, like, Somalia's famine. You know, mm-hmm. like, this, you, with the comforts of our lives and sitting here and debating on what to do for dinner and whether or not to cook. Like, like <laughs> yeah. watch a documentary on Somalia. Watch a documentary on um, Gaza Strip. Watch a, any of these places that are cut off from resources and they have to depend on other people's whims for political power sure. to get food for their kids. They, they literally just like take leaves at, from it's like desert populations mm-hmm. in a lot of this. So they have to scrounge for these leaves for their three children. And you see them sitting there. They got the flies on them, everything, you know, it's, it's, it's never stopped. We, you just look the other way. And so when you hear about grain and stuff being held up because of this political war and you're like, Oh man, Putin's just a bad guy, whatever. Millions of people, are literally starving mm-hmm. to death because of this little political move. But they're I, all about the money we give them, you know, yeah. because they think that it's because of Bi- Biden paying them back because of um, the whatever his oh, son's Biden company. Stuff. <sighs> which there was a huge coalition of countries that wanted that prosecutor investigating that company out of there because of his corruption. It had nothing, whatever, regardless. But what you said is more important. I mean, it's right. There's so much suffering around the world that obviously we're conscious of to a degree. You know what I mean? Like, it's, and, and again, like, I'm I'm aware of that. And I, like, everybody else just goes about my life. There's not much you, you can know what I mean? do, but be, but be conscious of the those kind of repercussions that I just think people aren't, don't think about. You know, I, I believe you do, and I believe most of the people with a heart w- would think that way, but there's not much you can do, you, you know. And so I was going to say, like, how, how much in, intrinsic humanitarianism is there in human beings? Like, how, how much of it naturally is just, like, 
I don't know, man. Like, I'm not saying everybody's born like a crazy fucking greedy asshole. I mean, I think humans intrinsically are greedy once you, once you're thrust into a world of, you know, whatever keeps things stable, like money and yeah. fucking power and shit like that. I, I believe it's because I do a lot of volunteer work. Yeah. The thing is, is I did. Now, I had a, a brief stint in my life where I was like self-sufficient without needing to be employed. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I had time and I was like, huh, you know, I'm going to give back. So I was yeah. doing things in, in Harrisburg and different places I could volunteer that makes sense. because I had time. You would volunteer if you yeah, had time. I would. But you don't, and I don't think... And time into, is money. In today, yeah, in today's capitalistic American society, we don't have time. Uh, you know, to if, if you get a weekend off or an extra day off for a holiday, do you want to spend it working? To, to You would love to better people's lives, but you yeah. need a rest. People need rest, mm -hmm. just naturally. Or to do their passions, because you work your ass off just to put food on the table. Yeah. So it's, I know I selfishly it, want to do my passions, but... It's not again, selfish. Again, if I, if I was, if I was wealthy life. enough that I didn't have to work... You know what I mean? I would have mm -hmm. more time to help people as well. That's it. That's what I'm saying. That's what if I when you say like how much intrinsic, you know, humanity, uh, altruism is in humans. Uh, I think a lot. I, I mean, not Hall, obviously, but I think a lot of people would turn to that because yeah. they would want to. get. And it's kind of a stupid question because honestly, your environment really does shape you, how you're raised and then this institution, society, whatever. I mean. Yeah. And that, that's another thing I don't understand about religion being so dominant in this country. I mean, like, th these, the way that people in the GOP are treating their fellow Americans of, like, you know, the LGBT and uh, especially, like, the trans community um, or, like, immigrants or homeless people. I mean, we have half a million homeless people in the richest country in the world. Like, the way that a lot of the GOP thinkers nowadays and politicians are treating these people is certainly not what Jesus would have done. You know what I mean? Serving the poor, exactly. Taking I mean, Jesus. Jesus was the biggest socialist of them all. So Robin Hood. I, so I don't, I don't understand. Again, like their their arguments, the way they try and bolster up their reasoning for being such heinous people is so easily defeated with these simple arguments. But they just don't care, mm -mm. and that's what fucking sickens me. And that's where I wonder, like, where where is that? Where did that happen? Where did that split from like caring about human beings? In general, like you, you, you know, you think that it's strong when you're first born. Like you're not, you're not born into. I mean, I guess people are born into a world of violence, but like, for the most part, when you're a baby, like immediately, and there's not much you can do to begin with. But you're easily shaped as you grow from those years, based on like what you see, what you interact with, and the stuff sponge. like that. Like, I, I, I find it hard to believe that all these heinous people grew up in environments where, you know, they were like beaten all the time or some shit like that. So they're, just, you know, I just feel like somewhere along the lines, like. Who runs the news cycles? Who just, runs the newspapers? I think you could take that back to Roman yeah. times with like who was spreading the information. But it's still it's still learned behavior. Like you you're not you Trained. you learn to be a racist. Well, yeah, you're you're learning from something. You're groomed. Yeah. <laughs> to be a racist. Your parents are racist and they groom you to be racist or they groom you to like, you know, be in the church and think that there's you know, sins like homosexuality and stuff like that and think those people are going to hell. Like, yeah, I bet most Fox viewers' parents watched Fox. I doubt there's many people that have transitioned from a CNN household to a Fox News household, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Just because how could you, in my opinion, you know? Like, there's a... I mean, Fox News isn't news to be... Like, that is... It's entertainment bullshit. But that, it, No, no, no. It's news to them. Yeah. Well, they, that's really the fake news because there's no truth in any of it. I mean, there's... For the most part, I'm sure, like, whatever... No, I don't know. It, it, maybe not. They probably don't use the proper context when trying to make their points a lot. But Tucker Carlson was sued and mm -hmm. had to go to court. And his argument was, if anybody watches my show for legitimate news, there be there. It's not that. Mm -hmm. This is an entertainment program, so I can't be liable yeah. for them assuming it's news. And like that was in court. That was documented. That wasn't yeah, just him like right. being smart and getting out of it. That was him bearing soul so he didn't get hurt. Mm -hmm. And it. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. They still watch it and consider it their news source. Tucker Carlson, the cackling motherfucker. I hate him He's always so just much. Yeah. His, his fake laugh. And, yeah. oh, my he's got God. That, he's just got that constant stupid face like Eli Manning. Yeah. Just, like, looking at you like the dude, like, what is there? What is going on behind those eyes? He just looks so stupid. Now he's waiting for his moment to interject what he's thinking. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's a tool. Ah, uh, man, I don't know how much rich substance, we, substance we've given you today. Does it matter? No, not <laughs> not for the first one back in a while. I think yeah. we'll probably get one more in December. 
if before you, the end of the year, and then oh, we'll get one more in December for sure. Okay. And then um, after that, we can hopefully go back to like the every three Saturdays. So it'll be like one a month, two a month, one a month, two a month, that type of shit. I like it. I'm into it. Um, hey, but as far you, as the midterms go, just so like for yeah, we're not done yet. I just had a is Fetterman is the better choice over Oz. Um, he may not be able to speak as well as uh, he used to, or we would like, but his mind is there. And he's. Uh, I was arguing with somebody about this just the other day. Um, and they were like, what about him on fracking and lying and this and that? I'm like, to me, I want somebody that can change their mind depending on the situation. Out the gate, fracking sounds horrible. It's bad for the communities it's in. It's bad for the environment. And then, so you would say without doing enough research, like, yeah, I'm against fracking. I think we should shut that down. There's other ways to get mm-hmm. uh, energy. And then you look at the Pennsylvania, you know, infrastructure and jobs and how it works. And you go, Braddock okay. in particularly. Yeah. And you have to say, okay, that isn't really feasible to ban fracking. So I'm not for banning fracking. Like maybe there's things we can do to phase out over time or something along those lines, but he made, he changed his mind and he was able to, to do that without towing a party line. We're, we're speaking about a man who we're speaking about his time as the mayor of Braddock. And, and again, as his time as Lieutenant governor um, in Pennsylvania, the man, in other words, he understands like what we were saying before or what I mentioned before, how the, the man who invented a motor had to ride a horse to get there. You know what I mean? He used whatever means possible to sustain his way of life, to help him get to, get through the, get to wherever he needed to be to invent this thing that helped mankind for the time until we realize how, whatever terrible it was when he used fossil fuels, but still, I mean, it, it advanced mankind, the industrial age, you know what I mean? Um, Somebody, the man who invented the light bulb had to sit by candlelight as he, you know what I mean? You use what you have until you make that grand achievement and you progress. Exactly. And Fetterman understands that. And what's important to really get about Fetterman is the fact that this man has spent his, almost his entire adult life in public service. Yes, his parents, I mean, when he was mayor of Braddock for a long time, he wasn't paid shit because he, he devoted his entire life towards that. And his family happened to have money. So they supported him. While he was the mayor, and he made but this changes. guy, this guy has worked for, like he he has really worked to better his communities, and that's what he did in Braddock with fracking and stuff like that. That was a big part of the industry and people's jobs and lives. And although he understood that it was bad for the environment and he was against it, he wasn't going to let the good people of Braddock down and ruin their lives and take their jobs away just just to toe that party line, like you were yeah. saying. And that is why you see a lot of Republicans voting for Fetterman. Mm-hmm. because they appreciate that man and he's able he is able to get through through to people in a way that i guess we we certainly aren't the 30 no. some people <laughs> listen to us or just you know when i go on facebook and bitch about shit like nobody fucking cares yeah but i do it anyways because it's my only fucking outlet <laughs> besides this fuck you zuckerberg but fetterman is he's also a man that understands it like he just i, I think he's just a man that understands that he doesn't there's no reason for anybody to get upset about anyone's way of life if you're not hurting anyone. There's no reason for to not try and achieve the betterment of the betterment of society, and that really just means progressing. Like I said before, like you have to progress, you have to adapt the way he does. And I just I don't. You're gonna I mean, he 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 started it's him versus freaking Oz, a millionaire who cannot relate to you in any way, like Fetterman. Like, again, his parents gave him money, whatever. But that dude was, like, in the trenches with his people. He can relate to them. You know what I mean? And he works hard. He worked hard in Braddock to, you know, improve that. I mean, the guy, literally, every murder that happened under his tenure, he got tattooed on his arm. Like, the guy cares about people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really think he does, truly. He ran. He was a school teacher. Yeah. And he ran because one of his students was gunned down. Yeah. And he said, I want to make changes. Yep. And then for, like, five years, they didn't have a gun death. Or something like that. There was, uh, it was, he made changes, if you want to look that up. And then he's running against Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz had a website, has a website, that uh, the top was red with him and Trump standing together throughout the entire primaries. The day he won, it turned to blue and Trump was gone. Yeah. Because he's playing a game. He understands how to manipulate and he does it. The people that he was shooting for, for the primary, was strictly Republican. So put Trump up, make sure you get the Trump vote, yep. get the Trump vote, take that down now because now you need to cross the party line. You got to mm-hmm. get a lot of Democrats to vote for you. And this, it's it's plain as day. You can yeah. look that up. You can see in a timestamp when it used to be this way and now it's this way. That's sure. the game. 
and you might say maybe it's strategic or whatever, but just Fetterman just stands on his laurels. He has a history of doing well, and he ha- and he's just like, this is what I'm going to do. Plus, everybody gets mad about him. Uh, or not mad. It were uh, it's 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 a shame that he has this stutter and he has a hard time forming the uh, ability to speak. Um, but how often is that necessary in this? Are we yell- are they yelling in the mm-hmm. Senate at each other to try and get things <laughs> passed? Yeah. No, it's all on paperwork behind the scenes and overthought and then voted on. He can do all of that just fine, and he has great ideas. So for yeah, the only thing he might not be able to do is debate and get more votes because that's all that matters with how you speak. Unfortunately, Oz, who's a TV personality for 20 years, has a great ability to draw in a crowd. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's going a snake against, oil salesman. I mean, think is. about it. He's, he's really no... The, the shit that he's peddled to his consumers is no different than fucking Alex Jones and his bullshit. He you know what I mean? Like red palm oil yeah. as a life uh, elongator. <laughs> Through studies, it's been, it's been proven to cause issues to mm. the liver and Alzheimer's. He was his viewers were taking it to live longer, mm-hmm. like like a fountain of youth pill. This is literally yeah, I mean, how's, what how's he that did. different from like ivermectin? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't. It's a, it's it's all because they want to own they want to own the other side. They're so mad at the fact that like maybe somebody isn't as religious as you, and they want it. Maybe they love you know a man loves another man, or a man wants to be a woman because that's what makes them feel comfortable. That's who they are. They're they're. You know, they think that some immigrant's going to take their job. Like, they're so upset. When really, like, their favorite people like Trump. That dude loves to hire illegal immigrants, by Mm -hmm. the way. Um, Again, cheap labor. That's all corporations want to do. They want the cheapest labor possible so they can maximize their bottom line. I mean, that's fucking... Oh, my God. But it's just... it's the, The evidence is right there in front of you, in my opinion, as to why these people are heinous and don't have your best interest at mind. And I And it's the fact that they just are so mad about the the talking points that are either lies or just just wrong because they're trying to restrict somebody's rights, you know, in, in, in the country that's supposed to be the freest country in the world. And they're so mad about that that they'll vote for somebody, they'll vote against their own entrance over that. And that just sickens me, man. Like, what do you fucking care if somebody's gay? What do you care if they're trans? What do you care if they're an immigrant who just wants to provide a better life for their family? You know what I mean? Like, the fear, I, I, the I don't... are deep in there. And by the way, the guy wrong. that attacked Pelosi was in here illegally, but he came from the North. Oh, so that wasn't even talked about. What's that? I didn't even know that. that yeah. He's in, really he was in here illegally about. and he came from Canada, but wow. you know, I mean, but he's like their hero or whatever because he attacks. So, I mean, you know, but if like somebody from the Southern border comes over and attacks, you know, a white person or something like that, or attacks some conservative, they're going to lose their mind and talk about freaking building walls and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, my God, I just, again, the hypocrisy is, is what's that's extremely astounding to me, but I don't really think they care about hypocrites if they're, again, oh, there's a siren going off somewhere. That's what that If is. they're upsetting, if they're just owning a liberal or something, I, it just doesn't, like, you want to, you just want to piss off your fellow American in order to score political points or just like, I, I don't, I don't get how that's helpful to our country. Like, no. It doesn't make any sense, but you're right. Closing your mind out to to facts, like, I just... Look into the platforms of the people you're voting for and how they plan to accomplish it, if you can find it. And then compare it to who they're running against, because you will find it, if you're a Republican. Because Democrats usually put it up there. Bernie's page was one of the most... It was the best for argument's sake, because it'd be like, how did he think, how are we going to do that? And then you just go to his page and, you know, link to it, because it was like right here with a 5% wealth tax and this here and this, that. It makes, but, you know, Oz will just skirt questions. It's very vague on what he's going to do, because it's it's just astrology to him. You know, he's just trying to get as many people involved with him as possible. You can see him at his rallies telling him, like, it doesn't matter what anyone talks to you about, talk to him about the economy immigration and crime Mm -hmm. no matter what they say because they might talk about how i killed dogs when i did a study or they might talk about the pills i said you know but he doesn't finish with all that shit Mm -hmm. that's what he's saying it's like don't let them infect your mind with reality keep these three things in mind which i'm not going to tell you my platforms on you know like it's unreal and yet he is slated to win um real quick because i do think we need to wrap up is that uh they did a poll, the the Pentiac poll or whatever, and there it is the least amount of satisfaction in the U.S. right now with current situation. There's about seventeen percent. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been this way for thirty years. I mean, that, just how people feel overall about the country. Overall for the country, and that get that 
um, number is a is a fantastic gauge for how midterms are going to go because the current administration, if the number is low, then usually the turnout against them is very high. Mm-hmm. This is the lowest it's ever been. Yeah. So Democrats, if you're on the fence about voting, you need to vote because uh, more than likely this is going to be a bloodbath yeah. and we're going to get destroyed and it's going to be for well a bunch of years of horribleness and more regulations being taken away. Well, I mean. At least for the next two years, Biden can veto anything insane that comes across his desk. Yeah. Um, but after that, DeSantis, you know. Evan, yeah, you're right, and he probably will win. Don't give them the news, my boy. <laughs> the news. <laughs> <laughs> the news. <laughs> I guess we should just end on that. Yeah, Other right. than Elon Musk is a terrible <laughs> businessman, and he's ruining Twitter for all you idiots that are still on there and want to pay eight eight bucks for your fucking check mark. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You guys, such Twitter? a tool. It always has been. Yeah. But he'll, uh, him and Kanye will go down in history as some kind of. Oh my God. Bullshit. Yeah. Kanye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Talk about a fall from grace if he was even up there. But that man destroyed his entire freaking business model mm-hmm. in like a matter of days. <laughs> what guess, an idiot. I guess it's not like any press is good press, you know, racist press. Mm. That, that apparently doesn't work out in your favor. But here we go. Another cabal be... of people that. He thinks they're controlling things. Yeah. They don't call me an innovator. They don't say Kanye the billionaire. Man, shut the fuck up, dude. You're a rapper. <laughs> All right? You're a rapper. I don't know. It's, it's... Yeah, you're actually a better producer, in my opinion, as a musician. I think you're an incredible producer. I think your raps are bullshit. <laughs> but then again, I'm a fucking white dude, so... Yeah. I, I mean, don't... I don't really... I The music was not... I mean, I'm just sort of... I could care less if I... What, what's the word that? about... Um, culture, um, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm cultural appropriation. Yes. Oh, I'm okay. appropriating the culture when I go out there and I make my hip hop and shit, but I don't, I don't rap about like, I, I mainly just rap about politics as we should. Yeah. It's but anyways, matters. fucking weird episode nine, yeah. but you know, we're back. We'll be back in December, which is cool. Um, Next year, I'm telling you, we're going to go live because we have the means to do it, either on YouTube or Facebook or something. We're going to go live and we'll take some phone calls. Yeah, I, um, I think I that'll it. be fun because I think next year is going to be, again, interesting based off these midterms and shit. Well, and uh, Should be plenty to talk about all the time. Yeah. Oh, Evan. Well, we'll leave you with that. Episode 9 of The Pivot Slayers of Boredom Podcast. Uh. Vote Fetterman. Please.